<clears throat> How y'all doing today, folks? Uh, for anyone that doesn't know, I am Jason. This is Savage Mind Podcast. Uh, if this is your first time listening, unfortunately, this podcast and the next few podcasts, for however long, are going to be very gut-wrenching. They're, like always, are going to be truthful. They're going to be very savage. And they're going to be hard to listen to, and it's going to be very, very hard to swallow and digest. For those of you who have been listening, that know me on social media, maybe only, thank you for returning. For those of you who know me in real life and on social media, uh, thank you as well. And you know, I keep it real all the time, full time. And... This is going to be a short podcast. Uh, I'm here with some very tragic news, and I have to deal with this. And I've rewrote this about five times, and this is going to be the one of many podcasts when we have more details and we know more about what happened. And I apologize if I don't say everything right. Uh, <clears throat> I'm holding together the best I can, and and by no way. Am I the victim here or is me and my family? I want to make that fucking clear. Um, for those that don't know what's going on, uh, there has been a murder. And my son is the only suspect. This allegedly happened about a week ago today, give or take. And my son is still missing or at large. And right now, they have no other suspects. So, I can't get into the details. I hope y'all understand that. Uh, because law enforcement is still doing their investigation, as they, and they should. Uh, the young man killed, murdered, was just buried yesterday. They have still not found my son. They were friends. Uh, I don't know the young man real well, but he had been to my house. Uh, my son is still a fugitive, and he is on the news. And I have been very blunt and honest about it. Uh, I could get into what I think, but I'm going to do that in a later podcast. These people are grieving. We are grieving for them. They just buried their son yesterday. Uh, he had a little girl. I believe eight years old. I don't know them very well. Anyone that knows, knows my son has been in and out of prison most of his life. <clears throat> he is my son. I raised him, yes. I am not his biological father. A lot of people don't know that. Uh, I will get in the ins and outs of that. I will get very descriptive. I will be very transparent later. I need law enforcement to do their job. And I need them to bring my son back dead or alive. I don't want to even talk like he didn't do it. You have to know my son's history. Uh, I have another child that's totally different. I'm raising another family. 
And I want to make this clear. There is no one like him on either side. My son has been an addict and had a drug problem since he was about 14 or 15 years old. And he has made our life a living hell since then. There will be no excuses here. There will be no blaming anyone else. The enabling stopped a long time ago to a certain extent. We'll talk about that too. Anybody that listens to my podcast knows what I think about enabling and how detailed and how deep I go with that. I just feel like I need to put something out there. My brand is about accountability. My brand is about no sugarcoating. My brand is about the fucking truth. So, you know, I have a lot of people in my life that love me, that love my family, that appreciate my character, that appreciate my confidence, that like my bluntness. And for those of you who don't, the truth is, for the naysayers, the few haters, the people who attempt to attack us, they're probably sitting around waiting. The ones who don't know me very well to hear the excuse. Because most of the time you're going to hear excuse out of a parent. You're going to hear the blame. You're going to hear the excuses of anything, why they did what they did. I can't get into any more details because they have not found my son. As of right now, he has been missing seven days. I want to say this. You're not going to hear no excuses here. You're going to hear the raw, unfiltered fucking truth. And it's going to be very hard to swallow. And it's going to be very hard to deal with. From my perspective as a parent, I've raised him since he was about three months old. I am his father. It has not been easy. We don't know how our kids will turn out. Looking back now, I see genetics, DNA. Man, it makes a difference. We don't always know that. We don't always recognize that. I didn't see it when he was a kid. We don't ever want to believe our kids would commit a crime like this. So no matter how much we pray... We cannot pray that there's a different outcome. The only thing that we can pray for is that there's some resolution and we get some answers. Getting up and sleeping sleeping every night and getting up every day and having to go to work, not knowing when I'm going to get the phone call. Because understand, it will probably be me. Because everyone knows I can handle more than most of them can. If they find him dead, I'm going to have to go identify his body. I know without a doubt. If they don't, my son goes to prison for the rest of his life or possibly gets a death penalty. He has a very long record. He did every bit of it. It's all on him. I would like to believe someone else did this. The best possible scenario from a father, and y'all probably hear me say this again, because I've said it. Since it's happened, I don't want to get into the details how everything unfolded, because like I said, this this grieving family just buried their son yesterday, and my son still has not been taken into custody or found. He is 28 years old, and he has lived a tragic life, and a lot of that has to do with drugs. I can't preach that enough, man. I don't know what makes somebody think that they'll be the exception to the rule. 
Oh, so, um, I want to say this to that family. There's no amount of apologies I could ever say we could ever say to ever bring back your son, your brother, that little girl's father, from a person who come live my life. My dad was murdered when I was a little bit, right before my fourth birthday. I never met either one of my grandfathers. I can tell you what it feels like. I know that pain. I understand it. I don't even know what it's like to live with these people. I never had them. And to fast forward 40 years later, and my son has allegedly murdered someone. I hope that they catch him alive. And the best thing we could hope for as a family is they catch him alive. And that's... This is my two scenarios. Sorry, I'm scattered a little bit. My apologies. Is that... He can face that family... And see the destruction he's done. And face his family. Me. His sister. His mother. His stepmother. His grandparents. Because there's nobody alive on my side. On his mom's side there is. But his sister. He has caused a lot of problems too. She's been like an only child for a long time. I wanted him to see the destruction. That he has left in his path. And that we are here still paying for it and we will continue to pay for it. How many times will I have to relive this story, no matter the outcome, for the rest of our life? As a father, the best thing I can hope for is my son's dead and somebody else killed both of them. That's hypothetically speaking. It doesn't look like that's the case. I need them to bring him to justice or find his body so this family can have some kind of closure and so we can learn what we need to do next. And to the family, if y'all hear any of this, I'll do another video on it, a live video of, of, of where you see my face and other podcasts. I have to. I have to deal with this. My brand is about this. This was long before the brand. Anybody that knows me knows I'm about this shit. I'm not going to run from this. We are, we're going to face it. Because it's the right fucking thing to do. Our children and our family is not the fucking exception. How many times have you heard me say that? We don't want it to be them. How many times y'all heard me say that? But when it is, what are you going to do? Tragedy struck. And tra- tragedy has struck in the worst way possible. I want to talk to this family when they're ready. I don't know them. I don't. There's no amount of condolences or sorries I can never provide if I call them every day for the rest of my fucking life. But I will make it right the best way I can. I promise you that. Uh, Within my abilities and my resources. I didn't grow up with any men in my life, really. 
The last thing I ever wanted to do was bury my son. I th always thought somebody would kill him because of his interaction with drugs and the people he dealt with and the things that he did wrong. I didn't think it would be this way. And this right here, what I'm about to say, is very hard to swallow as a parent. I would rather know that someone killed him and drug deal or anything like that they may have killed someone else. I don't know why. I don't know what happened. I don't know any details other than when this nightmare started last Tuesday morning when I woke up to messages from people I didn't even know. That's all the details I have right now. This is a very short podcast. For anyone, I posted on my social media page, my Facebook page, that thought even gave a second thought that I was going to shy away from this, that I was going to make excuses, that's waiting to see me waver or falter. There's no fucking way I'm going to do that. I'm going to handle this with the same accountability, the same truth, the same brutal reality as I do everything else. Just need to let this family get some answers, just like we need some answers. I need them to find him. I need them to get more details and after all, it's a murder investigation. There's only so much I can say. To that family, we are gut-wrenched and our heart pours out to you. From a man whose dad was murdered when I was four, I know what it's like. I can't even imagine. As my son... I care about him. I love him to a certain extent. It's hard to love people when they've done so much damage. I feel like I was the best dad possible I knew how to be. But there is no one on either side of the family like him. Me and his mom haven't been together in years. But understand this. The math just don't add up of his actions probably for the last 10 or 13 years. We just never seen anything like this. I want to say that I wish there was another outcome, that there was somebody else. But until they apprehend him or recover his body, we don't have enough answers. I don't think he's listening to this because he barely listened to me anyway. <clears throat> Son, if you weren't guilty, you should have turned your fucking self in. You should have did the right thing. If you didn't do it, you wouldn't be on the run. Was there someone else involved? What happened? No one deserves the hell that you have put all of us through. And you've been putting us through for years. You have made our life miserable. And I will say this, I have a wonderful life. I have a wonderful spouse. I have a wonderful family. I have beautiful grandkids. I have a wonderful daughter and stepdaughters. I have wonderful, great friends, loved ones. Most of my family, I consider family is not blood related. You know, you've been making our life a living hell for a long time. And there's no coming back from this, no matter the outcome. 
If you ever hear this and you're still alive, you need to hear it. You need to see the faces of all the people that you've affected and that we got to have this conversation probably thousands of times for the rest of our fucking life. Savage Mind Podcast listeners, I'm going to go from now. I got other shit to deal with and I still got to go to work every day. I'll be back and it probably will be some long, gut-wrenching podcast. Because I have to talk about this in detail when I find out more facts. Right now, let law enforcement do their investigation. Let this family grieve and it ain't going to stop tomorrow. It ain't going to stop a year from now. It ain't going to stop five years from now. I just want to let anybody know few people that do not know me personally. If you think I'm profound on social media, I'm more profound and realistic in person. It was never in, it ain't even in my DNA that I'm not going to deal with this and tackle this head on. If you're waiting for an excuse to come out of my mouth, if you're waiting that I'm going to stop my podcast, that I'm going to stop my brand, and I'm going to stop building what I'm building, you lost your fucking mind because I'm not. This is what everything my brand's about. And being my my child or a family member is no exception. There are no exceptions in this life. There is only life. I love y'all. Please stay humble. Stay savage. Excuse me. Please stay humble. Live savage. Talk to y'all later.